The Blokebusters Podcast is a proud member of the Pod Bros Network, where you can find us as well as other excellent podcasts such as Sarcasm City, Worst Millennials, and Late Night Gamers at podbros.com. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Blokebusters Podcast. Tonight's story is somewhat unique and calls for a different kind of introduction. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Wait a minute, wait a minute, you ain't heard nothing yet. And uh, this is? Lilu Dallas Multipass. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Houston, we have a problem. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here, this is the war room. Now, where was I? Welcome to another episode of Blokebusters, but could that be Bucker Busters? I actually don't know, because we don't know what we're going to call this one yet. It's a kind of a offshoot... As it were. <laughs> yeah, I made it out to insert the thing here. <laughs> uh, yes, this is something that I've been kind of thinking about for a little while. I know that Brian, who unfortunately still is not back yet, uh, he is not the biggest anime fan, whereas I am. So I was trying to think of a way of getting that into the podcast as something that someone else might want to listen to. And... My good friend Pat, who uh, recently helped talk about Infinity War, is also a big anime fan. In fact, he's a bit of a bigger anime fan than I am. So I felt, why not have him come on? What? And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we could talk about it. <laughs> so, uh, first and foremost, get the boring stuff out of the way before we can get into this. So, yes, obviously you can find us through social media, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vero, just search Blokebusters. We're there for all of them. You can email us at theblokes at blokebusters.com. You can go to blokebusters.com. It looks quite nice, uh, if I say so myself. And you can go to podbro.com and search for us as well as a whole bunch of other shows on there. So, with all that being said, welcome back. So, is this the part where I start sharing my personal information, like social security number, my personal phone? I will leave it up to you as to how much you feel comfortable sharing. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Uh, you're new to it. You'll get used to it. Uh, but yes, so how are you doing? I'm good today. I'm really excited to talk about this subject because uh, – very, like I said, very few, even when I said like uh, when it comes to comics and even anime, it's like not very few people I can have open discussions about this because I really think it's a comics and anime are like one of those like it's kind of like accepted but also like a taboo subject for some people for some reason, you know. And I've always felt like no, it just depends on what you're what you're watching, what you're into. So <laughs> yes, uh, there there are some areas of anime that uh, much like areas of non-anime things are very 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 taboo in some places so yes just a just a little bit so uh i will kind of touch on that a little bit i'm sure just when we're talking about it because first and foremost what we wanted to cover because it's actually a very interesting question is what is anime (laughs) because i know some people don't fully get what is considered anime and i think that's because especially now there seems to be a little bit of a broader understanding of what is anime unless you talk to 
like purists, at which point there is a very, very narrow understanding of what is anime. So yeah. <laughs> I, I figured I may as well ask you, first and foremost, uh, like, what do you consider to be anime? What makes an anime an anime? True traditional anime to me would be anything that is made from material found in Japan, Korea, any of those overseas and that it has been modified from either manga, light novels, or whatever, and then converted into a uh, visual story. <laughs> and that could be uh, subtitled or dubbed for our enjoyment. Uh, I do consider, I, I do throw in those categories of, um, I st- as much as I'd hate to want to exclude it, like I would love to throw like Avatar the S. Last Airbender in there, but it's it's one of those shows that's influenced by the animation style, but it's not an anime because it's based on on uh, Western ideals and ideas exploring Eastern mythology. Okay, very interesting. I uh, uh, I I feel like I've got a slightly broader range than you do <laughs> in, in my personal uh, uh, ideology behind that, but. My question to you then is: I know you watch Ruby, which is the Rooster Teeth animated uh, series. Yeah. Do do you consider that anime? Because as far as I'm aware, and as far as Rooster Teeth is aware, Japan considers this an anime. That's a weird one for me because I uh, Ruby is one of those like uh, it's probably like the it's the first buck trender that says it is an anime. Because it's influenced and based on like that the visual style what anime is known to be, but it's it brought so many trends because it's a Western created show, it's a three D animation show, but it's all anime based. So I was like, how do you classify uh, Ruby though? Like Ruby is, I think it's truly one of those just freak phenomenons that America finally captured in a model that like the rest of the world's like, hey, look at them, they actually made something good. <laughs> Because, like, name another property that we have that Japan is going hog wild for. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I, I don't classify myself that it needs to strictly be from a manga or something like that. And for those of you that are unaware, and I'm going, like, what manga? Basically, uh, like, kind of like comic books, but generally just black and white and red from right to left as is tradition over there and uh, uh, a lot of the anime that you will have heard of will have come from serialized manga uh, in fact probably the most famous one that comes from a manga that is known for filler after filler after filler after filler after filler because the manga was not coming out quick enough would be Naruto, and uh, yeah. Oh, well, that's a good. I was going with a totally different one, but that's a good one. Uh, were you going to go with One Piece there? Or, uh... No, I, I was going to say Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, very true. But yeah, the um, Naruto, and uh, again, I think I'll be saying this a lot for those of you that don't know, Naruto is something that was following the manga Naruto, and during its run. Uh, I believe it started when there were several volumes out, like a large number of volumes out. And then within about half a year, they caught up. So they did some filler while the manga came out. They had a 100-episode filler arc. 
Oh, it, I think they had longer than that because... Well, there uh, were many, many, many arcs, but between Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, the sequel series, there was a literal 100-episode filler arc yeah. of just random things that did not connect. Yeah, very, very true. And, um, I, yeah, I when I was watching Naruto, I think about 50 episodes of Shippuden was out when I started watching Naruto. And so I was watching Naruto and I looked up online and it told me, once you reach this episode, <laughs> go to Shippuden. And I looked it up and there was 180 episodes. Of, of, I might be remembering this wrong, but there were at least 180 episodes after that episode before they finished Naruto and started making Shippuden. So, yeah, they... <laughs> ran Naruto into the ground until they had enough manga out of Shippuden to start making that one. So I think it's called making your profits end, you know, just milk it, milk it, milk much. it to the bleeds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so yeah, my, I, I do think that it is more the, the art style and the sort of feeling behind it that classifies what anime is so i would consider avatar the last airbender to be as close to anime without actually being anime because it is so much oh, yeah. in the western style but i do consider ruby to be anime because it so perfectly encapsulates that style and that sort of especially the, the zaniness that you get in a lot of <laughs> anime and a lot of Japanese style stuff. It, it just so perfectly has that, that well, we I could spend like a whole another episode. Like what, what make like what, cause like Ruby does fall into that category. Cause it does use a lot of the, the tropes, the, 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 the quirkiness, the oddities that you find in your typical anime, but not to an annoying extent, like some do. So like, it's, like I said, Ruby is one of those odd phenomenons that like broke the trend and it's like, yes, we stand confidently here with a 3D Western animation show that everybody will accept as anime. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so weird and trying not to tangent too much. I've seen some of the videos that Rooster Teeth have put out where they've gone to Japan and met the Japanese voice actors for yeah. Ruby and the Japanese voice actors, when they learn who Miles and Carrie are, they're just mm. like, you write Ruby? Ooh, yay. Like, they're, they're so excited about <laughs> senpai, it. Senpai, senpai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to start <laughs> explaining that. <laughs> if you're into anime, you know exactly what just happened. If you're not, don't worry about it. <laughs> well, it would only get creepier if they just go start going, Nisa, Nisa. <laughs> Yeah. Or Nich uh, is it Nissan or Nichan? I can't remember what sibling is. Uh, it depends on which one you're Oh, that's right. It's like uh, depending on the gender, it changes the... Yeah, because okay. I, I, I believe Nissan is a sister talking to the brother, and Nichan is the other way around. Ah. I think. <laughs> uh, not, maybe not, being, not being fluent in Japanese, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you would wonder like after you watch so much dubbed anime you're so like you catch on to a few words but then you're like you would think after watching this for so many years i would be able to speak this language nope <laughs> yeah pretty much it's and it's one of those things where uh 
much in the same way that in Disney films, you just start kind of humming or singing along to some of the catchier songs. In anime, you will find yourself singing the three words of Japanese that you know in the theme tune. Uh, like you'll just kind of, hmm, and then you'll Dude, just what? out. <laughs> One, one of my favorite things there. to do now lately is to um there there's a huge trend of this online but you can go find uh youtubers who take japanese uh like the anime songs and then they like double them as english versions but get it very accurate to the original like oh that sounds so good and i can actually understand what i'm singing <laughs> well, that's kind of cool i mean i i'm a big fan of ramstein which is a german industrial heavy metal band and so I'm used to singing a language I don't understand <laughs> and enjoying it. So I'm I'm fine listening to Japanese music as is. Oh, uh, but I, I will check that one out. I think uh, I'll have to look at that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we've explained <laughs> what sort anime. of uh, what anime is uh, by the roughest so, definition, but like. Yeah. So I'll double back to something I just thought of, but for right now, yes. So what we wanted to kind of start out with now, now that we've sort of explained what anime is, is asking the question of what was your first anime? And I have a kind of a clarification here because I have written down what my first anime was that I knew was an anime. And I was specifically sitting down and watching it as like, okay, anime, here we go. Because as a kid, there's the Western versions of anime, and I had no idea what anime was, never heard of the term. Because of how I consumed it growing up, I had two separate ones there. So I I don't know how you have it down, but uh, so what was the earliest anime you ever saw, regardless of whether or not you knew what it was? You're, this is going to sound weird, even for people who are fans of anime. My first ever anime was Interstellar 555 by Daft Punk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know of that one. I've not seen it, but I, I know of it. I know that it's the, the guy and the girl, and there's no dialogue. It's just a song. Well, right? no, here's the cool part about it. So, like, I remember I, I walked into – my brothers were real – they've always been big music fans. So they would always had like, you know, MTV or something like that growing up. That was like what they always had on. And I remember one day we were all just sitting there having it on in the background. And I remember Daft Punk comes on with their – and like the whole – they did one whole movie and each song of their album is a, uh anime video. Hmm. And it's telling one consistent story. And uh, I remember just seeing the music uh, – one more time by Daft Punk, and I watched it. I like this is a really cool song, but this anime is just blowing my mind. Like <laughs> the, the 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 visuals, it shocked me with how like super cool it was. Because like it's just like it was this happy go feeling thing, and then by the end of the video, everyone on the planet is being attacked by these dudes, and you're watching the uh, the music players running for their lives, and then it just ends after they're all kidnapped. I'm like. What happens next? <laughs> and I remember being like devastated as like I think I was like seven years old, like devastated, like what happens now? <laughs> I couldn't cope with the idea, like I didn't know what was happening. I like go to my brothers, like what was that? I just watched, and they're like, we have no idea what that is. And I remember going <laughs> years not understanding what I had watched, like, but I remember like the sense of longing I had to find out what it was, and uh, 
but yeah, I'll, I'll stop there and I'll, I'll go further once you tell yours. <laughs> All right, sure. Well, I've, I've written down three that I most remember from when I was a kid. And I would say that the three that were the biggest for me were Dragon Ball Z, yep. Pokemon, and Tenshi Muyu. Tenshi. Oh, yeah, the harem show. Yep. The Ham Show that I had no idea was a Ham Show until I grew up and started thinking about it. No, the... funny funny thing, I almost lost a friendship because of Tenchi Muyo. Really? <laughs> because I knew it came on every day at like 4.30 in the afternoon and I was at home. And most of the time in the neighborhood I lived in, like all my friends wanted to hang out. And that was the time when we were all able to still hang out before we had like evening plans with families. And my friends would come over like, hey, man, we're going to go do stuff. And I say, I can't. I have to watch my show. And they're like, you're being stupid. You're <laughs> ditching us for the show. And I just like religiously watched it for some stupid reason. I just kept <laughs> watching it. And then finally I like came around to like, I'm losing my friendships. I got to like stop watching this. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it, it was so weird because I, I watched the show and I, I think I began to realize that none of no one else I knew seemed to be watching it, or at least seemed to mention that they were watching it. And so I just kind of, I would watch it, and I don't I don't think my brother and sister would watch it, but I would just watch it and, and enjoy it and really enjoy the story, even though I probably couldn't tell you the story at this point, and there probably wasn't much of one because it was a home anime where this one guy basically has an alien spaceship crash into his house and then turn into his house. And then every single person that was on the spaceship that happens to be female in some way or another, basically wants him to themselves. So it's become my waifu. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> and it, it was like, plain ridiculous like it like thinking oh, back on it if you go back and watch it like this is the worst but like if for some reason like caught a whole young generation of males are like yes <laughs> i i guess yeah and, it, and that's the thing i didn't watch it like as i was growing up i didn't watch it the way i'm sure a lot of people did like basically looking at Tenshi and just going, you lucky bastard. I just... Well, no, I think you and me are in the same thing. Like, we were just watching because we enjoyed what was going on in the story. Like, as you get older, like, oh, this is a show about, oh, I think it's just young me. I'm like, I like this show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, we we enjoyed, we, you know, we read, we read the magazine for the articles. Everyone else wasn't. (laughs) I only look at, I only, I read the articles. I don't look at the pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I I toyed with putting Yu-Gi-Oh on this because I did watch it with my brother, but I don't feel like it had as big an impact on me. And um, uh, like, yeah, I I'm mentioning it now because I feel like I should. But uh, yeah. in terms of like the main ones that I remember from growing up, it is Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, and Tenchi Muyu. So okay, and, so and do you then, want it? Oh, go ahead. Um, uh, you go ahead and then I'll mention the ones that uh, when I first actually started looking for anime that I went for so oh if you want to do that then I'll segue into how I started looking because my seg- my story will segue off of how I was trying to find the video that led me into ma- anime okay alright so um, the first lot was when I was a kid and then I went to university 
and I did film studies and one of the things in film studies we were looking at included animation and specifically we had one or two lessons dealing with anime and they started talking about it and I from that started to realize oh that's what these shows that I was watching was was, okay and uh, of course they showed us what is generally a lot of people my age first introduction to film anime you can probably guess what I'm about to say is (gasps) Akira I've never seen Akira uh, I would recommend it, but as I'm sure this will shock you, it's very weird. Um, it's it's one, of those, one of those things where it is a fantastic story. And again, you can say this of most anime. It's a fantastic story. And it clearly it's is an allegory for many things, but it's just weird um so have you ever watched neon genesis man (laughs) can't get weirder than that i actually have not i was going to mention that a bit later but yes uh, that is one i have not seen yet uh even though again there's loads of these animes that are like oh anyone that likes anime has seen these and i had to go uh, i haven't like a a lot of these i just haven't seen because i didn't get the chance um but yeah akira was the first one that i was shown where someone was saying, this is anime, this is it. So I watched that, I enjoyed it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to run down, and this is for the English people, I'm going to run down HMV. I'm going to go to the anime section of their DVD library, and I'm going to have a look. I'm going to grab something that looks cool and that isn't too expensive. I'll get it, and I'll see um, yeah, I'll see what it looks like. So I went down, and I picked up, uh, they actually had this, thing that you could get for one pound if you bought something else uh, and it had the first two episodes of Bleach, the first two episodes of Naruto and the first two episodes of something else Poss- probably One Piece thinking about it, I don't think I ever ended up watching that one uh, but I got that and I grabbed Ghost in the Shell and that Ooh. was the first four episodes of the first season of Ghost in the Shell nice. and, and I grabbed that because I knew that Ghost in the Shell, the 1995 film, was going to be on the syllabus and we would end up watching that as well. So I got those, I bought them, I went back up to the house I was staying at, I watched Bleach and I was hooked. I was like, okay, (laughs) I'm watching this now. And I watched the first episode of Ghost in the Shell and I I didn't get into it, so I put it down. And then I started watching Bleach online because that was the only way I could find it. Uh, I got to like episode 32 and I'd reached the end of the English dubbed version. I was like, oh, that's annoying. And then I I did a quick search and I was like, oh, there's like 40 more that have been made. It's just in Japanese. And I said, well, I don't care about it. So wait, you found, you discovered uh, Japanese subtitles because of Bleach also? Yep. That's how I discovered it. <laughs> that's that's kind of cool. I didn't know that. Because uh, I, uh, I'll, I'll let you finish your thing, but like, oh man, that's crazy. Yeah. So so I was like, okay, I I have no issues reading subtitles. I'm partially deaf. I watch DVDs with subtitles all the time because I just find it easier to have that as an option at the bottom of the screen. I don't care if I'm reading it. I can read really quickly, so I'm good. So I started watching that, and then I was like, this is better. In my personal opinion, like listening to it in the yeah original Japanese audio with the subtitles, I was like, "Wow, like this is 
way better than the English version because the English version is almost always over the top because that's <laughs> what the animation style is like. So it's always anime, pretty much. <laughs> so, so I was like, okay, I think I think from here on in, I'm gonna watch it in Japanese with English subtitles. And so after I started doing that, I kind of thought back on Ghost in the Shell. I was like, I should like this. I'm going to give it another shot. And I watched it in Japanese. And two hours later, I'd finished that DVD. And I walked (laughs) down the hill, which was a 25-minute walk from my house to the HMV. I walked down the hill. And I bought the next three volumes. And I walked back up the hill and watched the second one. And then the following day, I watched the next two. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, so at this point, I'm perfectly happy to say that Ghost in the Shell... Since that point, and up to now, I haven't found something to replace it, is my favorite anime of all time. Really? Okay. (laughs) And I'm, uh, I would say I really enjoyed the the two films that are their own thing, uh, but the TV series is just for me. Have you seen the? Have you seen the reboot they just done? Like they did like five separate movie Uh, reboots recently. Yeah, I've seen. Um. I know they made four and they might have done an OVA and I've definitely seen three, if not all four of the I know series. I've seen the first one and I wasn't like captivated by it. I'm like, yeah, this is different. Yeah, it's definitely very different. And I, I know that that's what they were going for. And I kind of enjoyed the, the new take on the major. So, yeah, uh, I, it's good. It just like, it, like it, it wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, the last thing I'll, I'll say about, um, uh, about this before tossing it back to you since I've been talking about it for a little while but uh, like I said on this little DVD that had the first couple of episodes and shows one of them was Naruto and I watched the first episode and I was like this is a bit kiddie for me and then <laughs> after I finished Bleach I was like you know what? I'm gonna kind of do a little bit of research on Naruto because they put them together like for, for whatever reason I don't know and I looked it up and I was like oh you know, I'm going to give this a shot. And uh, that was another show that uh, like about a year after I first ran into it, it was like, okay, I like this. Like, yeah, I, I'm finally <laughs> giving it a chance. Uh, all right. So, um, so what about you then? <laughs> well, uh, just to go back to like me discovering that uh, anime thing that uh, Daft Punk put out, I remember spending like months and months trying to find the video just because like shocker or not like the internet wasn't as frequently available to most people as it is nowadays i can't just pull it up on my phone and look it up you know we had to dial up so i can't go hey bro get off the computer so i can go look up this video <laughs> it wasn't back then so like i remember just like being in an absolute befuddlement of like how do i find this again and uh whatever i was doing i just finally like uh, i got to this point uh where i gave up trying to find the video um but i was at this point in my life where i just refused to go to bed at at uh, before midnight okay and my parents they hated me for this because like I, I would just always stay up late and for some reason i um so one night uh i would just always go downstairs and turn on the tv and it was around the time that like adult swim was starting to become a big thing on cartoon network okay and what came on was like i said this is my first anime episode that i had fully like sat down and like got hooked and to this day it's still like my my you're talking about like those other shows being your top favorite this is still my favorite to this day not just because of nostalgia because i think it's still just that good of a series which was cowboy bebop 
All right, yes, that that is another one that I haven't seen, but I do currently have every episode sitting on my computer. I'm so. telling you, but it's 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 such a unique anime. Like, it's not weird. It's not trippy. Each episode is kind of its own standalone thing, but it uh, occasionally tells this one consistent story. It's just such a such a really cool sci-fi western. It's the best way I could describe the show. It's just a sci-fi western. It's not afraid to tell something unique. It's not afraid to do something weird or off the beaten path. It told some really fun stories. It told some really, really dark stories. Um, but you're always invested in the characters. And I always just thought this was like a unique show that I've never seen anything like this. And then it was preceded by, after the show ended, was Inuyasha. And I remember watching this going, Okay, this is kind of cool. A demon uh, that takes a, sword, a katana that turns into a giant blade? Like, what is this phenomenon I've never seen? So I remember going to my local library and saying, like, hey, because I, I got in the commercial, we'll talk about anime. I'm like, well, I guess this is what I'm watching. So I remember going to the local library and asking, do you guys have any anime? And they said, well, we don't really have anime. But one of the other clerks said, we have something, but it's really, really old. I said, oh, whatever, I'll watch it. So I watched this really old show called Record, uh, the Record of Lotus War. It's like considered one of the early, like one of the earliest uh, uh, English dub shows that came to America. I've never heard that of that one. It's a, it's kind of cheesy. It's kind of kooky, but like it's, it was like my, another uh, show about fantasy uh, fighting wars and all that, telling like a unique story. I'm like, wow, this is a, such a fascinating world that I can check out an anime that i didn't know existed and then through all that i discovered dragon ball (laughs) (laughs) like it's funny like most people get into anime through dragon ball i skipped the trend altogether and i remember like one time like uh i don't know how but somehow cowboy bebo got kicked out one night and they had dragon ball and it was the episode where frieza dies that was my first episode ever so like i watched the episode where frieza gets i see this half-torn man shooting beams at a guy with golden hair i'm like what am I watching? Well, I must I, know more. <laughs> I will correct you there somewhat in that that is not the episode where he dies. No, but you, but yes, you I, I know what you mean. Yeah, like I've seen that guy cut in half, shooting beams at someone, and all I see him is like, "You're pathetic." <laughs> like, <laughs> what is this? So that was my whole introduction in that, anime. That and, is an interesting. An interesting first episode of Dragon Balls. I know. It? So, like, everyone else comes into, like, oh, yeah, I came in when all these characters were really cool. I had no idea what I was watching. And, in fact, I never really understood the story of Dragon Ball. Like, I, I saw those first few episodes, never watched it uh, again until, like, years and years later until a friend of mine's like, have you ever watched Dragon Ball? I'm like, I don't get it. Like, it's cool with the fights. And then he had me watch... Uh, he he was able to get me like the first season, okay. and I watched Goku die. I'm like, whoa, this show's kind of <laughs> cool. And then I found out like Dragon Ball is this whole series about like based even way back before then, like you had Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I'm like what? Yeah. All if these... I'm remembering correctly, it's Dragon Ball, which was I think it ran for it either ran for two seasons or it just ran for one really long season. Then you had Dragon Ball Z. Then you had Dragon Ball GT. And that's the one that everybody hated. (laughs) No, actually, I still enjoy GT. I don't know why everyone hated it. There's some good stuff in there. Yeah, definitely. I think it's 
the thing that everyone just kind of felt that it needed to stop and it just didn't. Uh, although I will admit that, um, and yeah, this is so. Only then why is super accepted? Super is like we retap the well. Yeah, I I think I think the problem that everyone had is Goku was back to being a kid, and I, I think that. I think they didn't want that, and like I I do felt it kind of went a little weird in that respect. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and also Baby was. An interesting concept, but a really stupid villain. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. And bye to those people that are just like, okay, I'm done. What the hell are they talking about? Were they fighting a baby in <laughs> poor BT? Like, no. <laughs> Wait, baby is this little silver angel thing. Now he's in Vegeta. Now he's turned Majin Buu into a piece of chocolate. Like, what's happening? What is yes. happening? Yep, and uh, the answer to that is anime is happening. That's just... Uh, yeah, you're lucky we're not going into a whole bunch of other ones we could. Uh, so, uh. so you you said that you also first started watching like subbed with Bleach as well? Yeah, because uh, I was watching the shows when it would come out on Adult Swim. Because like, at this point, I'm hooked after like you know Cowboy Bebop ends and they start moving on to different anime. So they brought, start bringing in Bleach. I was really digging Bleach. I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. You know, uh, death and swords and <laughs> hollows and all that. I'm like, this is cool. And then I went uh, overseas, of all things. I went to the 100 Years of Boy Scout Celebration. And there were two kids in our group that, like, enjoyed anime. And actually, it was – no, I didn't discover manga through that. I discovered manga through a different thing. I didn't connect that manga and anime were related until years later. Yeah. But, but – uh, but someone there was telling me like, oh yeah, this is what happens. This is how I go. I don't remember that at all in the series. And I'm pretty sure I'm caught up. And he goes, well, are you watching the subtitled version? I'm like, subtitled. And uh, somehow we we was specifically went and found a computer on this huge campground where there's no Wi-Fi, no nothing, <laughs> and we were able to find like episodes of it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, yeah, Bleach is one that I thoroughly enjoyed. I even enjoyed some of the filler arcs. Uh, I thought that the the bound arcs were actually fairly good and the arc where all of the uh, Bankais. Uh, Shinigami's Bankais became yeah. sort of personified. Characters. Yeah, I, I thought that that was actually a really cool idea, especially since we still didn't get to see Kenpachi's. Ah! <gasps> So I still need to go back and like sit and finish Bleach, like not just the the show, but the manga, just because. You do. Yes, ah, because really... in the manga, you finally get to see Kenpachi's bunker. Don't you dare spoil it! I gotta see it. I'm not gonna tell you anything about it. I'm just saying you get to see it. <laughs> Which I'd be stoked to see. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, it, it's it's as good as you would expect. Like, no, the only just, thing I don't look forward to catching up with Bleach is like, it, it falls in that category of Dragon Ball where like, how much stronger is Ichigo? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of, it kind of is like that. Uh, but the, um, the fun thing is that the strongest character in the series is still the strongest character in the series. And the fun thing about that is it's not the main character. Wait, is it Chad? I love Chad. It's not Chad, but no, yes, Chad. Ah, <laughs> I love Chad. If anything, that was the, kept me invested in the show. As I wanted to see the story about the guy with two weird arms. 
Yeah, that was. A... <laughs> I'm so invested in this weird, bulky dude. <laughs> yeah, that, I I don't really want to say who it is because it is actually a spoiler for the series. So oh, anyone that me, hasn't seen I'll it, I'll go. Find, I'll sit down and read it eventually. But no, it's. Uh, I do want to touch on one thing. You talk about Naruto. I have never enjoyed Naruto, and this is okay. coming from a guy who actually I watched through all the way through that 400 season uh, or 300 episode, including the 100 episode filler arc. Oh. Got to Naruto Shippuden. I sat through all of it and watched it all, uh, and that didn't burn me out of it. Um, I I never could get into it. I made myself sit down and watch it because all my friends who were watching anime were digging it, and I could not get in. No, I just realized we got to start getting into our likes and dislikes. So, like, Naruto <laughs> is one of those things I just I do not like. I can't get into it. I hmm. even so far as I read from beginning to end, and this was like two summers ago. I got every single chapter of Naruto, and I binge read the heck out of it. And like, I think I read it in like two weeks. Oh, wow! Yeah. I read through every single chapter of Naruto from beginning to end. And when I finished it, I said, this is garbage. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I... I, I, I have a very unpopular opinion, but I, I don't get it. I didn't get invested in any of the characters. I, I, I think I got into Sasuke's character a bit. I could never enjoy Naruto. Naruto annoyed the crap out of me. Sakura was just the... Like, I loved it when she was finally becoming, like, the super strong girl, but she was still over, always fawning over Sasuke. Like, move on, woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have super strength beyond all comparison. You've just become an OP character, and you're still like, Sasuke! I assume that you haven't read any of the Boruto manga, then. No. No. I, I couldn't. And, uh... I, I'm hearing good stuff about it, but like again, if I couldn't get into it with the first stuff, why would I bother getting into it with these kids? No, I'd say it it is very much the same as like the original Naruto. It feels kind of the same, and plot uh, then like like and they they did they did show it in the last manga for Naruto, so obviously you would notice. But yeah, all the yeah, kids, Sakura and like... Sasuke are married. <laughs> so. Yeah, and Sasuke is like a wandering nomad, trying to redeem himself, but he's like a dropout dad that occasionally pops back in. Like, oh, good for you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm glad that you can work this out, though. So this is okay. But all right. Yeah, I I will say that seeing Naruto in the Boruto manga is actually kind of cool because. He's grown, and he is now having to be the responsible one, and it's Which, it's kind of cool to see. I can get behind. I like that idea of the character growth because he did seem like a pretty matured character by that point. But I I really couldn't get into it. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried to understand it. I really, really have tried. I cannot get into Naruto, no matter how hard I've studied it, understood it, get it. I just don't. I, as much to shock to all anime fans, like, what? It's like, no. Yeah, yeah fair enough. And that that and uh, Neon Genesis. Just because I have no idea what I watch. <laughs> Every, I've watched from beginning and Neon Genesis, and I go, I have no idea what happened. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, is the robot. His dad is dead. Like everybody's dead at the end, and now they're having an existential crisis. What is? It? What am I watching? Am I tripping <laughs> on acid? 
What well, happened? Possibly. Uh, yeah. that's, that's, that's the craziest thing. People can say, like, yeah, you probably are. But like, that's not an interpretation. <laughs> that should not – if you're having to guess yourself on what I just watched, then you're not watching something that's coherently telling you a story. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like the – the Polygon episode of Pokemon that uh, got banned because it sent 300 Japanese kids to hospital with seizures. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Uh, well, hey, now, you, you disliked? Uh, yeah, well, I've got two written down. One of them, I think the main reason that I hated it is because I really, really like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Can you guess what I'm about to say? Don't tell me you hate Digimon! I cannot stand Digimon. Dude, that's and... my guilty pleasure. No, I'm, I'm sure I it watch... is. I still watch it to this day whenever they come out with a new one. <laughs> Just yeah. because, like, I love how stupid it is, but I get into it. Yeah, I... I mean, I, I super into Pokemon. I played all of the games up to uh, Emerald. And, uh, and I played a couple here and there since then. I just haven't had the time to be able to do that. Uh, Dude, but... you're uh, you're you're you were stronger than me. I think I made it to yellow, and then I never touched the series until recently because a friend of mine thought it was shocking that I had only played up to yellow and I've never played again. So he bought me Pokemon Y, and I've been playing it recently. Uh, I mean, I would I would suggest uh, I know that they've come up with the remakes like they did with uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green. Uh, they've done remakes of Gold and Silver. Play those because gold and silver are probably gold, silver, and no, uh, I don't think I, I don't think I could go back. Oh, crystal! I, it was gold, silver, and crystal. Those are my favorite. If you remake Pokemon Yellow, you have me sold. Just for some reason, I have super nostalgia for Pokemon Yellow. But then <laughs> Yellow again, was cool. Pokemon Y has got me hooked just because there's this thing called Wonder Trade where you just throw something in there and you might get something good back. And just by me, like I played around it in two hours, and somehow I got every single starter Pokemon from the original series, and that's my team now. <laughs> oh, there you go. So I'm like, hey, I don't need to go back to play them. I got my Pokemon. <laughs> I'm content. Yeah, I think upstairs I've got Y as well. Okay. We got to refocus. Yes, we Digimon? Uh, Digimon? Yeah, I, on. I... I loved ev- it. Everything about that show, from the theme tune to just how utterly ridiculous the names were what? i just don't make me cut that out just... oh come on no I, I i it's the same with you and naruto just not getting it it's like every okay. single time that came on i was just like i'm changing the channel i just can't it just felt like and i know that this actually came before pokemon but it just felt like such a to me a crude copy of pokemon and a lesser copy of it that i i just couldn't get into it and so i think even if i went back to it now i don't think i'd be able to enjoy it because i would still have that just underlying uh <laughs> the underlying seething hatred for it uh wow yeah that's I know. A- that's some strong language. <laughs> I know, I, I know, and it's like I know it's completely irrational at this point. I fully understand that it's entirely because I was such a Pokemon fanboy that I hated Digimon, and it's like, mm. like why not just enjoy both of them? And me now goes, that's a good point, but me then <laughs> was like, nope, no Pokemon, like just Pokemon. That's it. That's all we get. Um. 
and the only other one that I had written down. And the reason that I've got this as a dislike is I watched the first like six episodes and I just stopped watching it. And at no point have I ever felt the need to go back. I don't, I don't even thinking about it now, I don't want to go back and start rewatching it. And I feel like it kind of dragged a little bit. Uh, it's a show called Gunslinger Girl. I don't know if you've seen this one. I've seen trailers for it, but I don't... It doesn't look like something I would enjoy. I mean, and again, it might just be the subject matter just wasn't for me or something like that, but uh, it it was a show that the basic premise of it is that these incredibly young girls, uh, either because they would have died otherwise or through other reasons that I think the anime might get into if I'd have kept going down it. Uh, they are sort of uh, enhanced cybernetically or just through training to become assassins, generally snipers, but also a little bit of other stuff. And they are paired with a government official. And so uh, they, you know, they're just taken to somewhere. They assassinate <laughs> heads of state and stuff like that. And, uh, and the anime shows that for like five percent of it and the rest is them sort of living together and kind of coming to terms with who they are what they are and trying to learn how to live that way so it's uh, that's not stupid i kind of (laughs) kind of it's like just uh, trying to think back on it i don't really remember much what happened which is very weird for me which means i must not have really enjoyed it that much and yeah, I just I couldn't get into it, so um, that, that's why I have it in the dislike section, and that's about it. Because as I told you beforehand, when if I'm not hooked in the first like twenty minutes or so, I just will turn it off. I'll forget about it, and I just won't even worry about it. So I don't remember other shows that I dislike because I've just not watched them. <laughs> No, it's funny. You were talking about shows that you do revisit. I did finally, like, I watched a few episodes as a kid, but I never finished the show. And I just actually recently revisited it and watched it from beginning to end. Was Yu Yu Hakusho? Again, another one that I've heard of. I know I should watch. Haven't done it yet. So. <laughs> I uh, did this small review of it. I, fu- I rewatched it all. I thought it, it holds up surprisingly well for, like, how weird and kooky it is. Um, for the type of show that it was trying to convey and where it went, I I did not like how it ended. Or I liked how it ended, but like I could not get behind the, the protagonist's girlfriend. The fact right. that she'd be willing to wait for her boyfriend for years as hmm. he just like said, I'm gonna go hang out in Demon World and he never he, it's never explained in the manga, it never explained in the show. He just wanders Demon World for years yeah. and then decides to come back when he's like eighteen. I'm like, why? Yeah, why didn't you just come back here? Why didn't you just come back? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, that, you don't need to go walk about. Just stay here. No, oh, that that was my only gripe with the show, but it's still really cool. All right, maybe I'll uh, I'll look into that one then. Uh, yeah, my my tell you what, um, I'll I'll leave out the couple of guilty pleasures that I've got in the lights, and I'll mention that towards the end, but. Uh, Oh yeah, mine out. Digimon will always be my guilty pleasure. Alright, okay. Um... <laughs> forever. <laughs> and then I'm off the podcast forever now. Alright, well, no. Um, in that case, I'll tell you my guilty pleasures to start with, and then we'll get into just uh, some of my favorite animes. But yeah, I have two guilty pleasures that uh, I have no idea if you will have seen them. 
and I have no idea if anyone listening to this will have seen them. But if I attempt to describe them, you will just go like, really? You like those? And they are Are My Goddess, which is another Harem anime. And I started watching that when I knew what a Harem anime was. But because... That's an anime? It is. And it's uh, it's basically entrenched in the, uh, like, Yedrasil, the Tree of Life, and that mm-hmm. sort of mythology. But I know the it's... premise of the show. It's just like I just didn't realize it was an anime. Oh, yeah. It, it ran for two seasons. They had an OVA that I haven't seen. And uh, they, they had a couple of those sort of, hey, we're going to take the whole season, chop it down into like two hours, and here you go type films. Uh, uh, but yeah, it was just something that for whatever reason, I just enjoyed. It was almost sort of slice of life slash harem thing. So maybe that helped. And the intro music's phenomenal. So I didn't really like that. Okay. So there was that one. And then the other one, which is even more kind of weird and still in that realm, is Chobits. Hmm. I, you... that's what it's, I'm aware of it. It's one of those things. I think I just bought the, uh, like the Comixology had a sale on the series. And I think I bought it just to like finally sit down and read it. Just because right. like it's, it's got such a high, um, like then that's the thing with the anime like you're gonna find it's amazing to me like the things that people do and do not know about and chobits is still one of those things i know about i've just never found, sat down to watch it like because there's gonna be those like you've never seen like me with uh with uh, cowboy bebop i'm always shocked that like no one else knows of cowboy bebop <laughs> i think it's the best anime that's ever been made but like yeah. there are those that people are like yeah i've never seen that and like <gasps> yeah well chobits and this is kind of this no way in hell this could be made in any format other than anime. Uh, mm-hmm. Chobits, for people that don't know, uh, there are uh, basically androids that are walking around and they're called Persicons. They are personal computers and they they talk, they look relatively human and uh, they'll you know, follow someone around. They, you know, they're really expensive uh, if you want some good ones. And this guy who is a university student who basically broke find one randomly in uh, a skip. So, you know, um, a giant rubbish thing out the back of somewhere. So he takes it home, just like, well, hey, free Persicon. I can finally use one. And he tries to find the on button. And he can't until after hours, he realizes there is one place he hasn't looked. Oh, please no. Nope. I I know. That was the thing. I uh, they, they got to that point and I was like, I'm going to give this the rest of the episode. <laughs> like I'm gonna get past this bit. I'm gonna give it the rest of the episode, and like, and that's it. And I got through the episode, and I was like, "Okay, you still got me." Um, yes, the on button was there. Oh, um, come on! And uh, yeah, for everyone, like, uh, just so everyone knows, like, they don't show anything. Like, yeah, it's not that type of anime. It's it not. It like, yeah. Uh, but it's yeah, not that type of anime, you perverts. Yes, no, definitely uh, not. Uh, but you know, it, it's incredibly obvious, like where it is, and he's you know, you know, he's hugely bad, blah blah blah, like all of that sort of stuff that you find in anime. And as the series goes on, you actually find out why she is the only person come in existence to be designed like that. And it's like. Again, like obviously, like oh, they just wrote that so they could write it. It's like at, in the story, there's a real reason for it, and the resolution is something that 
anyone that knows me will go, why did you like this? Like, what's the hell? Like, you don't watch this type of shit. And you're right, I don't. But for some reason, it had me hooked. <laughs> so. Okay. So, yeah, like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I recommend it to people I know very well who I think will appreciate watching the show, which so well, far I think it, has been But Aiden by Clamp is uh, generally, like, a runaway hit. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it, it was... Like, I, oh, good, sorry, I keep interrupting you. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I, uh, I was just going to say, it, uh, based on what you were just saying, it, yeah, runaway hit, it, it's solid. The writing's fantastic. That's what kept me going, is some of the stuff that they weave in and out of the show and trying to figure out where this person came from and why she is the way that she is because she can only say the word chi so for some reason she's designed like this and she can only say the word chi and they basically had to teach her how to do everything and uh, it's like well you know why would he keep a computer just like this but he's just kind of drawn to this computer and doesn't want to get rid of her and wants to teach her like this is how you do this and all this sort of stuff and you see she starts to grow close to him and this is a world where that's bad like you that never happens that's totally frowned upon but there's a reason for it as well and it's just it's so slowly done across the series that just been one of my favorites from when i discovered it so <laughs> okay yeah. that still sounds weird <laughs> I, it, it is. It is very weird. <laughs> okay. Right. I'll take, but I'll take your word for it just because I am familiar with uh, Clamp and I, I, I've enjoyed their other mangas and stuff. So I, I did, and like I said, I, I, I bought the series. So it's, I intend to read it one day. So. All right. And I think we need to list off like some of the ones we like. I think what this should be now. Speed round? <laughs> yeah. I, I think this should be a speed round kind of and uh, definitely like highlighting the ones that we feel that the listeners should definitely take the time to watch mm-hmm. and so i think you go first uh i would highly highly recommend you watch cowboy bebop just because uh, i'm always going to just recommend that yeah. um i recommend my new favorite hit show uh, my hero academia right. i think it is <laughs> the best um just because it breaks so many stinking tropes and it uh i actually bought the entire soundtrack to work out to because it's the type of show like you're watching and you get so pumped you get, you get so jacked watching like yeah like, you watch an episode and you legitimately want to go for like a mile run like i am the best it's, it's uh, kind of like the theme tune to pacific rim like just, oh yeah, like, it, you get so jacked like just getting in the anticipation, um, and then like other shows that I would recommend would be um, <laughs> anything by Trigger, and by Trigger I mean um, Gurren Logan, uh, well, well, Gurren Logan, uh, my 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 Little Witch Academia, and um, Kill La Kill. I, I'm genuinely shocked that you've seen my. My Little Witch Academia, because I've heard many things about that show. Bad? I thought it was a... I, it's, I think it's a fantastic little... Oh, I'm thinking of... Um, uh, kill a Kill? No, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, the Madoka show, the one where... Oh, I've never seen... My, I know you've watched it, and you've told me to check it out. I, I, still I, watch I, it. Think I, I haven't watched it, but from what I've heard of it, you shouldn't watch it. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah, just based on your particular feelings on certain 
uh, themes matter. and stuff like um you you, you should avoid that one <laughs> fair enough yes uh, uh did you have any more that you wanted to list off um I don't really I really could spend forever on like recommendations but I recommend those just because like I love kill a kill because it's a it's a it's a supreme funny comedy on the analysis of the um, of the sailor saga if you get what I mean by that which is basically it pokes fun at the magical girl genre right. but at the same time it's telling it it's like it satires it in such a unique way it is super over sexualized. But the show is constantly making fun of itself that you cannot stop watching it because, like, it's super self-aware that it's trying to make you laugh. And, like, it acknowledges, like, this is super dumb. Now follow us. Follow us into the cave. You'll love it. And you can't help us stop. You can't stop watching because it's so good. And I just like anything by Trigger because, like, the other shows they put out, like, Gurren Lagann and all that, like, it was such a unique and in-depth story that has a lot of action it's super dumb but again it was like something that, something about the characters and the show that like it's so endearing you just gotta keep watching and like i said with my my hero academia it's it's the most non-anime anime i've ever seen that you just can't stop watching much like one punch man but one punch man is, is such a unique phenomenon <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one punch man is fantastic i've i've now finished that one so yes i can i can attest uh, just how kind of awesome that is especially if you grew up watching dragon ball z it's kind yeah, of the like, exact opposite of that and you can't help but love it because you're like uh i think uh if you ever check out a really cool youtube channel called uh wisecrack they do an analysis of why do we uh enjoy watching uh one punch man compared to other shows and like they basically came to the analysis of we are so invested in it because we know that everything is a joke like yeah. there, there's no stakes and because like you're so used to the stakes being there you're like <gasps> and then when they take because like, they spend like episodes building up these other characters who are struggling and fighting so hard and he comes in and just blows all the air out of the balloon you're like okay that's funny now <laughs> yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's kind of like in uh, in futurama there's one the episode where i think it's called time keeps skipping or like time keeps on slipping or something like that and uh it's when the uh, the was it the Harlem Globetrotters or something like that? It's uh, uh, they come down and they challenge Earth to a basketball match, and uh, apparently the studio was telling them like, yeah, oh, there's got to be some stakes behind it, and so their response to that was to write in someone yelling out like, you know, what are the stakes? And their response mm-hmm. is nothing. There is absolutely no threat to you or anyone here. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, like that, that's kind of. Sure, you know he's gonna win really quickly, and you just enjoy everyone else, like just going through the ringer. It's basically as if there was someone watching Goku fighting Cell every single mm-hmm. time, and then they just step in and just go, "Oop! Oh, he's dead!" <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, I have a, I have three, three final recommendations, and I'll leave it at that. Okay, okay. Uh, anything by Hal Miyazaki just well, doesn't yeah. matter what it is. Just, just doesn't matter if you find out it's made by Studio Ghibli or Hal Miyazaki. Just dedicate to just watching it. You will love it. Anything he's put out, I've never not been disappointed by. Yeah. Um, I recommend Wolf Children. It's a beautiful story that's like it falls right into the category of anime of a mom raising two children that are half wolves. It's a beautiful <laughs> anime. I really loved it. And yeah. then um, 
the one anime I just saw that was tur- it was it's my favorite all time manga, like not for action or anything, but like just it's for uh, such a heart wrenching story called a silent voice. Okay. It is a beautiful, beautiful story that I've ever read in my life. And uh, I've heard nothing but high praise about the anime, so I'm super excited for when it finally gets released. But the concept of the of the the book, by that got turned into a movie, is a boy who bullies this deaf girl for years and years. He bullies her for years relentlessly to the point where he becomes ostracized by all society, and he finally recognizes that he become he became this horrible being. So he decides that he must re- redeem himself. And restore the people in his life who he's destroyed by his reckless behavior before he attempts to kill himself. So he oh. – so to redeem himself with the girl, he – on his own, he's a very poor kid, but he learns to speak sign language and helps her to gain a voice with her friends, helps to restore the balance within his own family and uh, restore these broken relationships with other people. It's it's such a beautiful and tragic story of the analysis of this kid and the, all the people's lives he's interacting with and where the story go- comes and goes. It's just so beautifully done. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that sounds very really cool. <laughs> yeah, so I'll leave it at that then. And I'll call it, call it a day on my recommendations. All right. Well, yeah, I, I obviously had, uh, had Ghibli down as well, so I won't bother mentioning <laughs> that one. My likes and ones that I, I do recommend people better see, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Both of Ooh, them. Dang it! <laughs> yeah. Dang it! Ah, oh, good one, good one. Yeah, both of them. Watch them. Um, and They're both you, phenomenal. Oh, yeah, gosh. And you were uh, talking about Cowboy Bebop being the sort of space western. Uh, yeah. And so far, uh, the reason that I think I should like that then is because... There's another anime I've watched that is a space western that I find fantastic and is, to date, the only anime I have ever watched with zero fan service in it. And for those of you that don't know, again, say with me, uh, <laughs> fan service is something where there is a character in it that is in it specifically to pander Oops. to an audience. <laughs> yes, it can either be the breasts are quite large, uh, otherwise known as plot. If you're uh, on, if you're online in any way, um, uh, or it can be, uh, let's say, um, or in high school host club, a lot of the characters are shirtless for most of the episodes. <laughs> so yeah, obviously uh, aimed at women there. So all all of this sort of stuff. But yes, like I said, this is the only anime I've ever watched with zero fan service in it, not a single piece of fan service in it, and it's called right. Trigun. Oh, good one, good one. Yeah, like it's it's that story. It's one of the best stories of an anime I've ever watched, and it's so tightly done. And I know that it's different from the manga. I just haven't read the manga. Oh, I know. So, uh, Dude, I love that priest in that show. That priest was the best. I loved his character. Yeah, Wolfwood, brilliant character. Um, uh, I had Naruto down. Obviously, you're not a big fan, but uh, I feel if you're able to watch Naruto and Shippuden without the filler, and <laughs> especially Shippuden, as it gets like halfway through, I felt when they started changing the anime style for the fights, I just loved watching that. Especially, I think, uh, in my opinion, the best it ever looked was Naruto's fight with Pain. I felt that <laughs> that that anime style was just it just worked so well. Um, but that, yeah, that's just me. Um, there's a film that I recommend to anybody, and this will make you laugh your head off because it is 
written and directed by the guy that created Digimon, and it's Summer Wars. <laughs> and, oh, uh, <laughs> you were telling me about this the other day. I gotta sit down and watch it. I have it on my queue now on Verve. So yeah, I uh, I heartily recommend it. It's uh, it it's actually a really good, in my opinion, a really good introduction to anime because it's got two different styles of animation within it, and it's kind of a good way of looking at it. Like, look, this is it's got the Japanese culture down, so it's kind of an interesting look into that because a lot of anime is so steeped in certain traditions or cultures from japan that if you don't know a little bit of that you might not get it so uh, so there's that uh, another film that i've thoroughly enjoyed and i still i can't even really tell you why um but it's called the girl who let through time Ooh, and, that one's on my list too yeah that that one um that one i've enjoyed and it's it kind of feels life of lifey, uh, mostly because it kind of is, but it's got a surprisingly heart wrenching story within it. So uh, that's really cool. Um, uh, the only other film I have on here, if you are a fan of Final Fantasy VII at all, watch Advent Children. Because Final Fantasy Advent Children, the Japanese. Would you version, consider Advent Children an anime, though? I I would I would consider that an anime. Just uh, it might be CG, but I have seen several CG anime films. Vexel being one that I saw when I was at university, and uh, yeah, I definitely consider it anime. The same way that there was an animated thing that they did based off of Final Fantasy VII, like little one shot things. You got to see Sephiroth getting Genova. Like actually going and getting her. So like that. Separate. But yeah, I I I firmly will fight anyone that says that Advent Children is not uh, an anime uh, film. Oh, I'm not gonna fight you. It's just like I just like oh, okay, I can see that. Yeah. Just uh, I I just rarely ever like consider it as one. Yeah. And the last one that I recommend, but only to people that. Are like okay like this is an anime uh, and this is bleak like seriously you have to be prepared for this one because it it starts off kind of dark and just gets worse and it is Saikano otherwise known as in English she the ultimate weapon and I think I've mentioned it to you before like a while oh, ago I, I don't think I've ever heard of this it um, ba- the basic premise of this is uh, it starts off effectively as a romance story because there are, uh, there's a boy and uh, two girls and uh, the one girl gets the other girl who's incredibly shy to work up the courage to ask the boy if they if he would go out with her and so he says yes and uh, he doesn't seem you know, super into it whatever but yeah and it, it's a uh, uh, I would say relatively simplistic drawing style um uh, almost sort of uh, subtly simplistic yeah it's still really good but uh, whatever so, so this happens um but by the end of the first episode the girl is kidnapped by the government and turned into effectively the ultimate fighting weapon and is this a yet- show with a girl with tentacles coming out of her head no it's not and uh basically she become uh, there's this giant world war going on like the biggest world war that's ever existed and you never find out what started it or who's fighting in it but she goes off and 
by the halfway point in the series when she goes off and fights she destroys cities like just gone and as the series goes on she becomes less and less human and like just more and more robotic and just evil uh, but she still is herself and as the series goes on she just becomes more and more powerful and they just try so hard to kind of just run away and be by themselves and they realize that they can't and it just keeps going and going and like things just keep getting bleaker and bleaker but it's fantastic <laughs> like it's just it is so well done and the story is so gripping but you do like i said you have to be prepared this is bleak <laughs> so if you're willing what's to up run the tissues it, what's up the tissues <laughs> oh yeah. All right, if we're going to talk about one end before we close up shop, we got to talk about the the um, assassination classroom, man. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was going to be uh, the last thing that I was going to say. Oh, okay. Just, just period, is that, like, uh, it talk about bleak, but not really. Kind no. of like, you know, it, it sounds like it should be a really bleak premise, and it's just so cleverly done and so, like, cheesily done, like, in quotation marks. Like, it's... Uh, it, it's the like it has all the tropes of terrible anime, but like you can't help but love the the endearing endearment of the characters, to the yeah. point like I'm unashamedly like I was sobbing on that last episode or the second last episode. I was sobbing with how much I was like once that that reveal happens, like I couldn't get over it. like oh this is like I I can't I can't. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's a phenomenal show, and uh, it it is one of those things that uh, as you get towards the end, you are like, how is this gonna wrap up? Mm-hmm. And even when there's one episode where uh, the and try not to spoil it because I do want people to see it. Yeah, I know. Hopefully, seen. I didn't spoil it by saying like how I felt in the last episode. Well, well, not really. I mean, it is. You're basically saying it's got a sort of an emotional last episode, but you're not saying why, and that that's no. the thing. Like this, uh, even up to that episode, you don't know where it's going, and you don't know no, what's going to happen. And um, there's an episode. I think it's like six, seven, eight episodes from the end of the series, where all of the characters come to an agreement, and even with that, that's not set in stone. Even yeah. though it seems like it should be, you know, it's not. So it's it's so cool to watch this show, and you do start off just not. There's so many characters as well, so many characters, and you're like, how am I ever going to keep track of them? And even if you don't specifically follow every single character all the way through, they're so unique and so different that you're able to distinguish between all of them. So it's uh, it uh, um. I'd say it's one of the best made shows I've watched in a long time. I wouldn't say it's the best made, but it's definitely like one of those shows that surprises you. The more you watch it, the more you might actually get invested. Yeah, definitely. I I started watching that because I run on the treadmill every other day now, and I was watching it while doing that because that helped me just kind of get going through that. And so that's how I got through that. Like right now, um and i'll say this and then we need to go <laughs> yeah sorry yeah. episode uh but yeah right now i'm watching violet evergarden on netflix and i'm really enjoying it and uh like for me as a visual person the show just looks amazing that it's just <laughs> such a 
such a cool looking show and so so well done um so i at the moment i heartily recommend it i'm halfway through so i might change that but depending on how the story goes but right now i couldn't recommend it any higher any higher than i do so now we should wrap up (laughs) yes now we wrap up Um, sorry so we we got a little carried away (laughs) we we did uh that kind of happens unfortunately (laughs) Yes, the, uh, the, the last thing that I had here, uh, I put out that we were doing this and we got uh, one response. Let me just quickly double check. Uh, yep, we got one response. And it's from the, uh, the Sipping Around the Suds podcast, which is at Sudscast. And they said, there are some amazing genre-defining shows and movies for sure with regard to anime. They said, we love it, even though our show is usually about the worst animes out there. <laughs> And they said, our favorites include Ghost in the Shell. Good man. There you go. Uh, yep. Elf Princess Rain. Ren. I'm actually not sure how to pronounce it. It's R-A-N-E, but I've also seen it as R-E-N. So I'm going to say Ren right there. Uh, Gurren Lagan, And pretty much all Studio Ghibli works. So, yes, I, th- I think I would agree with, uh, with that. <laughs> so, uh, Elf Princess yeah, Rain. Th- yeah, thank hmm, you very much. That looks much. interesting. Yeah. I, I just I, looked at the Elf Princess Rain and like, Okay, that looks different. Yeah, definitely a, a, an older show there, so I might look that up a bit later. I've never heard of it, so I was like, what yeah, is that? Me neither. So, yes, thank you, Sipping Around the Suds podcast, for giving us something to look at. Yeah, that's what I love about anime. You'll always, like, I had a huge uh, absence out of anime for like three years. I come back and there's all these good shows, like, oh, this is why I <laughs> forgot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I haven't got anything else. Did you have anything you wanted to add before we finish? No, uh, no. I think uh, we've held our audience captive long enough. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but, but, get get going. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, thank you for listening to this. Um, I'm kind of hoping that this becomes sort of a semi-regular thing. Uh, it won't be like this every time, obviously. But yeah, maybe going over one or two series or films or something that we've enjoyed recently and uh, we'll kind of hash it out at some point and then uh, get back to you about whether we're going to keep doing it. Uh, But uh, with all of this being said, (laughs) I've been Paul. I've been Pat. And we'll see you next time. See ya. In case I don't see ya, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Hang on a minute, lads. I've got a great idea. Uh... Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Brian here with a quick lesson in theater etiquette. If you take your phone out during the movie, remember the screen is brighter than you are.